Hello, hello, and in this video we're going to be talking about how to make a man miss you and the strategies, the techniques, and understanding men in a deeper way so that you can draw him to you, you can make him think about you when you're not there, and you can make him, most importantly, crave your presence and want to be back with you and commit to you. So, I'm excited to dive into this. This is the first one of these I've done in a long time where we're gonna be doing a Q&A as well. So any questions you have, um, you're going to be able to ask those in the comments and I'll be able to answer them and see how we can best support you in your relationships and your relationship with a specific man or attracting a man to you to have a great relationship with. So uh, without further ado, we can start diving in and then throughout this training, I want you to post questions as well. Hello, Sheila, hello, Lisa. Uh, glad to have you joining us. And so let's start it off with some basic uh, principles here. So one easy way to make a man start to miss you is to end things on a high note. Whenever you're with him, that you don't want things to drag out and be prolonged. You want to actually try to give him space and intentionally either cut the conversation short, not like super tough, but like letting it end on that high note and saying, oh, I got to actually get back to, the, to my thing tonight, or I got to get up early in the morning, or it was great talking to you, or I enjoyed hanging out with you, or I, I appreciate you. And you can end it on a high note and with a hug, with a kiss, with a joke if you want. Um, but try to end it before it starts to drag on and on and on, as sometimes relationships will do, and, and interactions will do, and conversations will do. That's one way to make him miss your presence. Hello, Roseanne. Hello, Josetta. So if you have specific situations you're struggling with as well, or questions or comments, go ahead and feel free to post those as well uh, in here. So the other thing to uh, make a man miss you, the easy way, is to support him in his goals and his aspirations. And the reason why is because this, this goes to a spiritual principle. People want to have this feeling that someone is there with them through this journey of life. Someone is rooting for them, someone believes in them. Usually, hopefully we get this from our parents growing up, but later on in life, it's very easy to feel alone, especially in our daily, our daily lives at this day and age with technology, with apps, it's easy to feel disconnected and like it's just us, you know, going through this journey of life. So when he, a man feels like you're with him, and you see him and you support him and you're there for him throughout this journey. And not only that, but you can see the best in him. You can see this vision, hold a vision within yourself. So one thing you may need to do is this man that you're interested in, try to see what is your vision for him being in his best self, his, his highest self, where he is happy, he's strong, he's successful, he is uh, the best man he can be. And holding that vision, you don't even need to tell him about it, but get it in your head first. Plant this image in your own mind of him being his best self. And now, do what you can to emotionally encourage him into that. Whether that's just through appreciating him, through complimenting him, through uh, being there for him when he's going through something tough, telling him things like, I believe in you, or I know you can do it, or you're amazing, you got this. Those kind of things help him to feel like you're in the journey with him. You have him by your side. Uh, you are by his side and that he's going to long to have that back in his life, to have you back in his life and in that uh, in whatever he's dealing with, whatever he's going through. So um, 
with that, I'm going to start answering some questions here. Hopefully that'll give you some initial thoughts, some initial ideas. I'm going to touch on more of these that I have throughout this uh, video here. But I'm going to start bringing on some more here. Hello, Monica. Hello, Anitra, Jackie, Carol, Aya. So um, Monique said, I've needed to pull back from an amazing man as I'm recovering. And so is he. I fear I will never see him again, but I have had to f uh, first not abandon myself and God. What do I do? There may be the possibility I see him at some stage in the future in recovery. Fear he will be with someone else. The fear that he will be with someone else is crippling. Um, oh, you're in recovery and so you need to pull back. You fear you'll never see him again. Well, part of it is having faith. So like my hat says here, faith over fear, right? The fact that you have to work on something, either you are doing the work on yourself in recovery that he is, that's a beautiful thing. You're both improving yourselves. Now have faith that throughout this process, it's going to go how it needs to go. That as long as you focus on your recovery and you stay committed to yourself, that you have to let the cards unfold as they may. Unfold as they may. I love this quote from Wayne Dyer that I recommend everybody write down right now, which is, commit to the process, but detach from the outcome. Write this down for yourself. Commit to the process, and you can underline process, but detach from the outcome. So what this means is you need to put all of your energy into the process of becoming the best you you can be, um, the most attractive, amazing, incredible you you can be, showing up for the things you need to show up for, whether that's your work, your family, the things that are most important to you, um, with him too, if you know he invites you to hang out on a date and you're available and you know to be there for him, and, um, and then also to commit to the process of creating a great relationship through some of the things we're talking about here. Um, you know, being this, uh, a great supportive partner in, in supporting yourself and uh, ending things on a high note, you know, being a great conversationalist, having, being a great listener. We have two ears and one mouth. Being a great listener um, to hear what he's going through and to understand him and then letting go. And here's the, the catch to it is to take all that process, but then to let go of the outcome, to let go of caring whether or not you do, you do get back together. He does come back, that the relationship progresses. You have to let go of caring about that because here's the paradox. When you focus on the process, you're more likely to get the outcome that you want. Now, if you're more focused on the outcome rather than the process, you're less likely to get the outcome that you want. All you can control is you. All you can control is the process. And making that process as great as possible, that's how you're going to create and birth this incredible relationship and an incredible life. For yourself you have to focus on planting the seed watering the seed putting it in great sunlight giving it fertilizer that's all you have control over you don't have control over the plant growing and flowering and blossoming the relationship so you just have to focus on the process and it's a great way to take away your anxiety and instead of being anxious of whether he's going to come back or not whether you guys are going to have a, a great relationship or not putting that energy back instead into yourself and the things you can control. And also, like you mentioned, your connection to God, um, your connection to yourself, your connection to God, and that he that's going to create the most likely opportunity where he's going to come back to you and he's not going to end up with somebody else because he's going to feel that. That, that creates a magnetic uh, pull. That's why our brand is Magnetize Your Man. You're mag magnetizing him to you because you're becoming the flame, not the moth. You're becoming the flower, not the bees, the sun, not the planets. So I hope that uh, that helps with that. Great question. 
Um, so I'm going to answer another question here we got from Roseanne. I just started talking to a man online. He only lives about 40 minutes away from me. I really don't want to just talk to him. I want to meet him in person. Should I just tell him this? Yeah, so what I recommend saying is if you guys have been chatting for a while, I would start to say something like, um, you know, sorry if I... And what I would do is actually I wouldn't get back to him for a little while. And then I would say, oh, sorry, I didn't get back to you sooner. I'm actually not a big fan of messaging online. I prefer to meet and talk to uh, to people in person uh, whenever possible. Um, and you can add like a smiley face after that. So that way, you're first off letting him know that you don't have a preference for texting and messaging and emailing or whatever it might be back and forth forever. That you want to have real conversations, you want to have a real connection in person, and that's what you want. And so that makes it clear to him. It's a graceful way to make it clear to him what you desire. And now the ball's in his court. So don't say anything after that. Don't ask him, does that sound good to you? Do you want to meet in person? Can we meet in person? Don't say that. Just tell him what your desire is. Tell him what your preference is. And then let him deal with it. Let him decide how he wants to, to act from there. You made your little chess move. And now it's up to him to make his move. Um, and that's most likely that he's going to then say... Something like, yeah, that sounds great. Or yeah, let's let's talk on the phone then. Or yeah, when are you next available? Now, if he doesn't say something like that, then of course you can still message him. But now that his desire, now he knows where you're coming from. So if you start responding less and less, which is probably a good idea, then he may feel more compelled to like, hey, let's meet up. Um, and you can mention it to him again. You can do that again. Also, you can wait next time he message you to say back, oh, sorry, yeah, you know, like I mentioned again, I'm not really using this a whole lot because I prefer to do it in person. Um, and, uh, and it, you know, you could also say something like, you know, I'd love to hear your voice sometime. So rather than making a request, cause this is coming from the feminine is about putting your desires out there. The masculine is about making demands and making requests. The feminine is more about sh expressing, sharing, you're sharing your experience. So to be in your feminine, which will draw masculine man to you. You just need to share how you're feeling and say, you know, I'd love to talk with you on the phone sometime or I'd love to, you know, meet up in person sometime. You could also say that. You're not saying, can we meet up in person? You're not saying, let's meet up in person. You're saying, I would like to meet up in person. You know, it would be, it would be, it would be great to meet you in person sometime or it'd be great to talk sometime. And then just let him deal with it. Just don't say anything else after that and let him come to you. Let him make the suggestion. Oh yeah, let's, let's meet up. What, you know, what, what are you doing next Saturday or what are you... When are you next available? That's put, that allows him to be in his masculine now. He heard your request. He heard your feminine desire. Oh, here. I got to get my microphone up here so it's easier to hear me. He heard your request. He heard your feminine desire. Now the ball's in his court to make his masculine move and ask you out or invite you or come over or call you. So that's how you can, uh, that's how you can do things from a feminine perspective and, and get him to act one of the ways that's important. Hello, Adeline. Hello, Tiffany. Hello, Monique. I think I said hello earlier. Hello, Rochelle. Uh, let's get another question up here. Oh, watching from Hong Kong. That's cool, Adeline. Great, great to have you joining us. Uh, Trista said, do men appreciate it when we create distance intentionally for the betterment of the relationship? Seems your relationships that move too fast, spending every moment together, burn out quickly. Your thoughts? Yes, definitely. Men do appreciate it. Even if he doesn't say it, I feel all men... For the most part, especially masculine men, appreciate when you intentionally give him space. 
The reason why is it's the opposite of neediness, right? And that neediness and desperation can easily cause a man to feel trapped and to feel like his freedom is being restricted and to feel pressured, which you don't want to do with a man. Because again, we're magnetizing man. We're about bringing him to you. We're about attracting him to you so you don't have to chase him. So you don't have to pursue him and be the hunter and be the masculine. You can draw him to you. And it's just about using feminine principles and using uh, the powerful techniques and principles we teach you here. So the way you make sure you can avoid that, you can avoid neediness and desperation and putting that pressure on him, even if you may still feel a little anxious, which is okay. We all have our emotions. We all have our childhood wounds and attachment styles, attachment, uh, yeah, attachment styles. You can then create that space, even if you feel anxious, by saying things like, um, like, like I was talking about earlier, ending the conversation early. Not letting him have to be the one to end a conversation and say, oh, I got to get going now or it's time, you know, I got to, you want to be the one to say that ideally, you know, oh, it's, it's getting pretty late. I got to get going. I got to get up early in the morning or, um, uh, you know, it was great hanging out with you. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I really appreciate that you, you, uh, picked this restaurant. It was so amazing or whatever it might be. And so ending it on that high note. And then if you're in a committed relationship or if you've been seeing this man for a while, Saying things like, you know, uh, you seem really stressed, like you should go, uh, you know, you should go, go to the beach, you know, go on a hike. Um, you know, if you want to go, you so actually suggest things to him. You know, there's a powerful thing my wife did when we were early on in our relationship where I would, uh, we had this idea of like a VIP day. So it's basically the VIP, reach, uh, no, we called it a recharge retreat. So I would go out and do like a day long recharge retreat, like in the woods or in nature, or I would go on a day trip to like some, some place. And she would start to encourage me to do that, especially when things were getting like, you know, more stressful or with, there was maybe some tension we were experiencing. It's kind of like recharge. And so it's you having the faith and trusting that you can release him, that you can give him that space and that you giving him that space is the very thing that's going to make him want to come back to you. Because he feels safe with you now. He feels like you're the safe haven that he can come back to. And that um, it's also something that I think shows a man that you're secure in yourself, that you're confident in yourself, that you must be a valuable woman, that you can do that, that you must be used to having guys maybe pursuing you, guys chasing you, that you're used to giving them space. So it also raises your value. It shows that you're not somebody who's needy. In fact, you're usually, you're the type of woman who has lots of options and is used to actually saying, hey, I, I need my space. So it's you taking your space as well. And when you do give him space, make sure you take space for yourself in the sense of doing something you enjoy, going on a trip or going to see girlfriends or going to see family, having conversations, reading that book you haven't read for a while, getting a massage, uh, you know, go, doing something fun that you haven't done for a while, um, whatever that is for you. So, so that's a really powerful technique. So, um, yeah, so the other part I'll address here, you said, seems relationships that move too fast, spending every moment together burn out quickly. And yes, I've seen that to be very true. This is one of the ways you can kind of pump the brakes a little bit in a healthy way by encouraging him to get that space so that you're pacing the relationship. Because if you notice a guy is coming on really hot and heavy with you and he's saying things like, you know, I want to get married to you or we're going to have beautiful babies or I want to take you to Europe, I want to take you to Asia, 
we're gonna, uh, you know, he's telling you about all these these things, and it's becoming really, it's moving really fast. You want to actually be the one to pump the brakes, rather than being one of these women that's like, yes, that'll be amazing, or um, yeah, I see that too. I I thought that as well. You want to be like, well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll we'll see how it unfolds. But you, you know, you can kind of be a little playful with him, like, uh, yeah, that could be fun one day. But kind of treat it with a light energy, and and also encourage him to like, like you know, let's. Let's, uh, you know, see how things go. And, uh, you know, it was great hanging out with you. That could actually be a good time to, like, end the end the conversation or end the day and say, yeah, totally. You know, that could be that could be fun someday. Uh, anyways, it's getting pretty late. I got to I gotta get going. But uh, it was great hanging out with you tonight, and I appreciate it. Or, you know, I always have to say I appreciate it. But, you know, uh, it was great hanging out with you. And, um, you know, you're, you're such a, you're such a fun, you're such a fun conversationalist or you, I love your sense of humor. You could always, you could also end with like a compliment of some sorts. Like, uh, it's always so fun hanging out with you. It's something that's something like that's a good way to end it as well. Um, so hope that helps with that. Um, hi, Ida. Hi, Bien, Bien, uh, and, uh, Ashanti. So, so let's uh, have another question here from Ashanti. So again, feel free to post your comments or questions here. We'll be doing a Q&A and I'll put more info as well about how to make him miss you. We're already talking a lot about that in each of these questions, which is great. So Ashanti says, what are signs he really wants you and opening up to you? Um, not he really loves you. Um, yeah, so some signs that he really wants you and opening up to you. Um, well, of course... If he is opening up to you, if he is being vulnerable with you, authentically vulnerable, if he's starting to share his desires, his fears with you, some maybe painful things that he's experienced, that's a good sign that he's becoming comfortable with you and he's starting to emotionally trust you. Because it's one thing for a man to be attracted to you. And men may say things to try to have sex with you or to try to uh, get you to love them. So they may say things like... Uh, uh, you know, I really like like you, or I really love you, or um, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're everything I'm looking for. Um, I see a future together. So guys can easily say things. So when in doubt, look for actions over words. So actions are more important than words. Look for his actions. One action, I actually believe it is an action when a guy can be authentically vulnerable. When he's sharing something that you can tell is maybe a little uncomfortable for him to share, something that's a challenge he's dealing with, that can usually be more authentic. Of course, that can be faked by guys as well. So you got to trust your intuition to some extent. Look for is a guy being vulnerable, and uh, is he is he also allowing himself to be uncomfortable for you? Is he allowing himself to get into vulnerable positions where you could hurt him? Maybe he tells you something that you could that is sensitive information that you could tell somebody else and that could hurt him. You know, something about something bad he's done before or something he's ashamed of. Um, or something that he, uh, like some challenge he's dealing with, like an addic addiction of some kind, or he's he's struggling with uh, a relationship. So look for those kind of things that can give a sign that he's authentically making himself vulnerable for you. Um, Haiti says, watching from the Philippines, giving a space is good and silent too. No contact, no chat for how many days. It's not easy to make him uh, to do the first move. Yeah, so no contact can be powerful. It depends on the situation, how many days. Um, I'm a big fan of, in general, you allow him to always initiate with you. You want to become the flame, not the moth. So I don't, 
I don't believe in teaching you how to become a, a pursuer of men and should chase him. So you want to ideally, you're creating a situation where he's coming to you. And that comes from who you are being and you being this beautiful flower that is attracting him. And so a lot of the way you do that is by being in your feminine and putting yourself into positions where also you are the prize. So for example, creating a social life where you have opportunities, you have men that you could date, you have men, other men that could be interested in you. So trying not to be a homebody, but trying to actually put yourself out there, not necessarily like on online dating sites, unless you're single, you could of course keep yourself on online dating sites, but also cultivating a social life where you're going to events, you're going to hobbies, to groups, where you could potentially meet other men until you have, basically until you have a ring on your finger, uh, you wanna make yourself available. It doesn't mean that you have to date all of these other men. It doesn't mean, of course, you're not sleeping with all these other men, but that you're available because that puts yourself in a position where you're like the bachelorette, where you're being pursued by suitors. Now you're the prize. And now he's gonna be more likely to work for you and more likely to value you and more likely to be afraid of losing you to another man. Because men, especially masculine men, it can be very easy to activate their competitor instinct where now they feel like they need to have you because their ego demands it. Their ego demands that they become the one who wins your heart over some other man that maybe they feel in competition with. So you can create subtly these situations, usually just by how you live your life, where you can be pursued potentially by multiple men um, and then be able to set boundaries and be able to then allow in the man who proves himself to you. And even if you only have one man that you really like, it can be valuable to create these situations so that that one man sees you as the prize and now starts to change his behavior. So no contact, it's great. It could be really powerful to give him that space. But again, when you're doing no contact, make sure you're doing other activities and not just sitting around waiting for him to text you back. Make sure you're putting yourself in opportunities where other men could potentially meet you. And then how many days, it depends. If he reaches out to you, I think no contact is just until he reaches out to you. When he reaches out to you, if you want to, you can then respond back to him with something pleasant usually because you want to reward him. Whenever a man is that you like is taking the steps to pursue you, you want to reward him along the way. This is another powerful statement you want to write down, which is you want to reward the behavior you want to see more of. Reward the behavior you want to see more of. Now, the reason I mention this is because a lot of people and a lot of women will unintentionally punish the behavior they want to see more of. So, for example, a guy doesn't text you for several days. All of a sudden, he texts you, and then you're kind of upset at him because you've been waiting and you've been wanting him to text you. So, all of a sudden, you text back like, why did you wait so long to text me back? Or, where were you? Or, why haven't you been, uh, you know, messaging me back? Or, you know, what happened? And this can subtly punish him for reaching out to you, right? He reached out to you. Now, all of a sudden, you're kind of attacking him. And now he feels subtly, subconsciously, he may not think this consciously, but subconsciously, he's thinking, every time I reach out to her, I get punished. So why would I want to reach out anymore? And this doesn't mean that you're a doormat, but it means you want to start being aware of this and cultivating these, uh, this where you are rewarding when he is doing the things you want. Even if you're upset at him before, you want to still restart to reward the things he, that you like that he's doing. And then when he's doing something you don't like, it's not about punishing him, but it's about you make sure you do not reward that. So if he's if he's uh, if he's ignoring you, if he's not if he's crossing your boundaries, if he's not saying things that you like, doing things that you like, 
then you want to make sure that rather than engaging him in an argument or um, fighting with him, which sometimes can be a reward because sometimes certain people like that. Certain people like to be in arguments and like to be in conflicts because it makes them feel like they're loved from childhood wounds. It also just makes them feel like they're not alone. It makes they, they, they have somebody to engage with. So the, often the best way to prevent behavior you don't like is to ignore it, is to simply ignore it and to give him that space and to just not, not engage with him and say, I got to go. Now, of course, it doesn't mean not having conversations that are important in a relationship, but you just want to make sure you're not rewarding him, even with sometimes an argument can be a reward. So that's a long conversation, but I just want to mention some of that for you. Hope that was helpful as well. Great question, Haiti. Um, but also the last thing I'll say is how many days, unless there's something specific, it can often be your intuition. You may need to know how many days you need to give space before you re-engage. Again, I, I recommend waiting for him to re-engage. You may need to trust your intuition with that in your specific situation. Hello, Ernella. Hello, uh, Denise. And um, hello, Kathy. Welcome. Feel free to post your comments or questions. Um, I'm going to answer another one here. So someone else said, if a guy asks what you're looking for on first date, should you be honest and say you, you're you married and with kids? Oh, that you want marriage and kids. Um, yes, I would recommend if a guy asks, tell be honest. Like, tell him what you really want. There's no reason not to tell him what you want. Because if you pretend that you don't want those things, all you're going to do is lead him on and you're going to create a false relationship that's probably going to not work out. And so you want to make sure you're you're building a relationship on a solid foundation. It doesn't mean you also have to put it out there. You don't have to say on the first date, um, I want marriage and kids. How about you? You know, um, you want to see, of course, you can ask him. It, it's better to ask him. You can ask him what he wants. You can say, you know, what are you looking for? What are, uh, this is a question I like. Um, when it comes to your, your dating, like, what is your ultimate dream or what is your what is your your dream vision or what is your what are your goals that's the easy way to say it when it comes to your dating like what are your what are your your main goals or what are your um let me see if there's a better way to phrase that um i would say when it comes to your dating like what's your vision what's your ultimate vision that's a good way to say it or what are your what's your ultimate goal and let him say it let him share and then usually i think guys will be honest when you ask that question you want to of course always look for the actions over their words but i think most guys will be honest in that situation um it's hard to say because a lot of guys also won't be honest and they'll still just they just want to have sex and they'll just say whatever they think they need to say um but when you ask that question you're opening up the door for a deeper conversation i think most 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 guys are willing to have deeper conversations and appreciate deeper conversations when you can gracefully open the door for that. I guess that's what I'll say. Um, so yeah, so you want to share it, be honest. And you know, either he wants it or he doesn't. And um, But you might want to share a little bit more than that too. So if he asks what you're looking for, rather than just saying marriage and kids, you can say, you know, I'm looking for somebody to share my life with, to go on, on amazing adventures with, to have a family with, get married, um, create our dream life together, build a home that's amazing. So, so elaborate more, create a picture for him, create a vision. And this may be something you need to have for yourself first, because it's easy. I'm sure you do have it, but it's easy to just say, I want marriage and kids. But what does that actually look like to you? What's so great about that? 
how like it's like you're painting a vision for him so that now he can get excited and by the way you can do this on online dating sites too if you're on a site where it allows you to add a bio about what you're looking for really paint the picture like as if you're a writer and try to get a vision that's really exciting that you're excited about so that he can get excited about it and you'll find guys that'll be like oh my gosh what you described that's exactly what i want i'm that's exactly what i'm looking for um so get excited about it paint something that that, that you would really want your dream and you can enroll him into your dream as well and you'll find guys and you'll attract guys that will be compelled by your dream and that could be the very thing that will cause them to reach out to you to message you to invite you out on a date so that's very powerful as well hope that helps um yes yeah, someone else said i will do my best to be the flame yes be the flame and not the moth be this magnificent creature now one thing i used to to visualize in my mind when i was dating is imagine yourself as like this beautiful castle you're like this beautiful castle with uh, you know this these red carpet on the front and you know beautiful uh, rainbows and sunshine and or fireworks going off and this party's inside and there's this warmth and there's everything amazing that you can imagine either a castle or a mansion or and and then the guy gets to basically um the guys get to line up on the red carpet to come inside the castle <laughs> you know not in a physical sense but in a relational sense um that you allow in right the ones that you allow to come in that you decide okay you can you can you can come be part of my party my life right my journey myself you can enter my world so see yourself as that see yourself as a prize see yourself as this beautiful castle this beautiful mansion and make yourself into this incredible beautiful mansion that more and more that that the man you want and quality men will want to uh be a part of they'll want to to join to join in on um so heather said um can i come to wyoming to see oh so your ex said can i come to wyoming to see if you get the job me why would you come from tennessee to wyoming to see me your ex i don't know because you'll be working on a resort um so i guess your question is why he would message something like this um yeah obviously he wants to see you and probably have sex with you or just reconnect so i don't know the whole situation between you two it sounds like you're not okay with that and he's maybe just not giving you what you really want maybe why you broke up in the first place so you know again you can just ignore it you can just ignore it ignore the things you don't like and reward what you do like so you can maybe appreciate him for reaching out but you could just ignore what it the other things he said pretend he didn't say it it's just like it's like you didn't even you didn't even hear it because it's it's not something that's in your reality that you're going to reward uh that's what i would do just don't really engage with guys when they're doing stuff that, that you don't like um, set a boundary and don't feel like you need to get pulled into it because that's where you can often be manipulated and by the way i'm going to mention this before we we move on online scammers will do this a lot as well online scammers will try to rope you in to things that conversations that are kind of pointless and meaningless sometimes and you don't you just want to make sure to just ignore those those things and sometimes they'll try to emotionally manipulate you by being provocative or saying things like why are you ignoring me or you know are you are you being cold and you know don't you care about my feelings for you and stuff like this and just ignore it just ignore it don't get roped into the drama with guys that you're not even interested in and especially with online guys you don't even know if they're real that they're probably some some guy in some other country that's pretending to be uh someone else to try to get money from you essentially or try to whatever he wants from you 
to move to your country or whatever it might be. So just be aware of that. Don't get roped into unnecessary drama. Just ignore it. Um, so that's a good point I wanted to mention. Another question here from Elizabeth. Hi, I have been chatting with a guy for years for every day, but he has not shown up yet. What do I do to get this to happen? Uh, I shared some tips at the beginning of this video for that that I would recommend watching again. Um, but the, the gist of it is um, you want to tell him uh, you know, that you're basically done with chatting, that you're, that you don't enjoy chatting, that your preference is to meet in person. I don't know if you've already told him this or not, but just stop responding to his messages as much. Respond with one word answers or two word answers, or don't, or wait a while to respond like a day or two. And then when you do respond, say something like, oh, sorry, you know, I'm starting to feel like I'm not really big at chatting. You know, I'm not really a big fan of chatting and I, I more prefer to meet in person or to, to talk to people in person and to have phone conversations. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting less available for messaging because I'm usually, you know, doing that instead. Something like that. Let him know subtly that you prefer conversations, you prefer meeting in person. And then if he keeps trying to just message you back and forth, um, again, just start giving him less. Stop rewarding that. Again, it goes back to that principle. Stop rewarding the things that you don't want. Make sure you're rewarding the things that you do want. So, when he's just continues to chat, 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 message, message, message you and no action, stop responding so much. Stop giving him what he wants. He just wants a pen pal, basically, or he wants somebody who he can string along. Or, you know, maybe it's an online scammer who just wants to continue endlessly trying to cultivate a relationship for you until some point he's going to try to ask for you to bail him out of some situation or uh, to help him move to somewhere to get to you or whatever. So you want to stop rewarding that and let it be known that you prefer to meet in person or the other alternative, like I mentioned before, is just simply put it out there. You know, I'd love to meet you in person or I, I would I, it would be great to meet you in person or it'd be great to to talk with you on the phone and then just let it sit and let him respond back. And unless he has a really good reason why not to, which most likely is not a good reason why not to don't respond, don't don't reward him anymore. But you've let him know your desire. Now the ball's in his court. And if he does anything else, continues to message you, just don't give him any more of your time, really. And make sure you're opening yourself up to meet other men as well uh, so that you're not just single focused on him. They call it one-itis. One-itis. It's like a disease sometimes where you can be so singly, singularly focused and obsessed with one person rather than allowing yourself to be cultivate, to, to be um, courted by maybe several people or at least to be open to meeting several people or multiple people so that the right one can come through. That may not be the one you're obsessed with right now. You may meet somebody even better. You may attract someone even better if you would start opening yourself up to actually being social and to actually putting yourself out there to meet somebody who's great for you. So hope that helps, Elizabeth. Uh, hi, Mammy. Hey, Anne. Uh, Anne says, I'm watching from Saudi Arabia. Welcome. Glad you're tuning in. And Ernella, welcome. She said, thank you for your time and all of your information. You're welcome, Ernella. Glad we can help with that. Another question from Leela, and we're going to start wrapping it up in a little bit. Um, Leela says, what if he manipulates you to stay around him, but he doesn't want commitment, and he knows you do, but you both love each other, but he doesn't want it? <laughs> I don't know if I would say he really loves you if he's not wanting a commitment from you, with you. you know. So be careful with that. He, guys can, again, look at their actions over their words, right? Guys can say they love you. They can even say they're obsessed with you and you're the only one for them. You're the only one he ever wants to be with. But, oh, but I'm not ready to be exclusive yet. 
uh, let's take it one step at a time or uh, I don't believe in marriage I don't believe in these things like why do we need to do that it's so outdated it's so you know so guys will come up with excuses of why they won't commit why they won't be exclusive or why they won't get married or why they won't get engaged or even be boyfriend and girlfriend so look at more of his actions it doesn't matter what he says at the end of the day he's keeping you as a friends with benefits probably uh, he's keeping you as an option not a priority so be aware of that and it's good you, he knows you do so what I'd recommend if uh, yeah so he, it's good that you acknowledge he's manipulating you you acknowledge he's manipulating you to stay around him he doesn't want commitment and you both love each other so be aware of the manipulation potentially look at the actions over the words and at the end of the day you have to ultimately be willing to set a boundary of sorts stop rewarding the behavior you don't want to see more of so if you're tired of him just having a casual relationship with you stop rewarding that so in, in that sense stop sleeping with him i know it may be hard you know you might be really addicted to him or you feel this connection this passion but you have to stop uh rewarding that or else you're all you're going to continue to have is this friends with benefits situation potentially until he just meets somebody else or you know he he's just for whatever reason cuts it off or it fizzles out so you have to stop rewarding that which means stop being so available stop responding to all of his messages stop having sex with him and uh, make yourself available to other men and that could be the hard one but that's what we talked about is you have to start expanding your social horizons in a good way in a way that that is enjoyable for you as well so start joining social activities go on meetup.com go to facebook.com slash events start looking at the events that are going on in your area go to eventbrite.com start looking at events that are going on in event and eventbrite.com go to google go to your local church calendar go to craigslist start finding events and activities and hobby groups that are going on so you're not just dependent on him as your only source of a potential romantic partner when he's not giving you what you want because again at the end of the day this could be the, that could be the thing that can actually draw him to you when he senses that you are making yourself available to other men because you've made it clear you want a commitment you want a real relationship or you want marriage or whatever it is you want and it's been a reasonable time frame to expect that and he's not willing to do that it's not a right fit and at the end of the day you might even have to just break up with him and say you know what this isn't working for me i mean this isn't this is this is wasting my time for getting my ultimate goal which is a long-term loving committed relationship partnership uh, where we travel the world together, we support each other, we're there for each other, and uh, we're committed to each other, and that's what I want. Now, the other thing is a powerful thing you can do with a man is have what I call a open dialogue session. Now, an open dialogue session is where you talk to him and you ask him three powerful questions. The three questions are, what do you want? Uh, it's what do you want, why do you want it, and how do you feel? so um you ask him what do you want so that you can get an idea of what he's actually looking for what is it what is your dream vision what is your dream vision for a relationship what are you excited about or what what ultimately do you want hear what he says listen to him ask him more questions you ask him why do you want that thing why do you want those those things oh sorry uh i reversed the order on these things so actually this is there's different ways you can do those three questions there's different orders you could either ask him first how are you feeling and then you can ask him why he feels that way and what he wants or you can ask him first what he wants 
why he wants those things and how he's feeling. Uh, so any of those questions are good really at any time in any order. They're powerful questions to ask in a relationship and just listen. What does he want? Why does he want it? How's he feeling? And then most likely he's going to ask you those things. He's going to ask you, why do you, what do you want? And why do you want that? And what do you, how do you feel? And even if he doesn't ask you those things, you can share because now you've asked him and the law of reciprocity states that we tend to want to give to others what they have given to us. So if you've offered him the gift of understanding him and asking him those questions, he's most likely going to want to do that as well, or he's going to be at least open to hearing those things from you. And it's not going to feel like you're pressuring him or attacking him. So those are powerful questions to ask. And then from there, you can start to see how can you guys get on the same page where because he may not want to commit to you yet because he feels like maybe he doesn't feel like he could fully trust you. He doesn't feel like the relationship's really working. You guys are fighting a lot. He feels like maybe you guys have different values and and you believe in different things, you know, religiously, politically, other ways, family. Maybe you want kids and he doesn't or something like that. So you want to see why doesn't he want commitment. Try to get to the root of why he may not want commitment. It may not be because he's just a playboy and he doesn't want to ever commit. It could be because he sees deeper issues in the relationship. And so you want to address those things to find out then how you can, what's what works for you to get on the same page, how you guys can find a win-win solution, a compromise where it's like, okay, well, what do you need me to do so you trust me more? Okay, well, you need me to, we need to communicate more often or we need to, uh, Whatever it might be, we can make up all kinds of scenarios and then find how you can get on the same page. Now you guys can lock arms together and be on a, t on a team rather than uh, enemies against each other. Like, I'm not getting my needs met. Well, I'm not getting my needs met. And why won't you commit to me? Or well, why won't you do this for me? Or why do you need me to commit? You want to lock arms and get on the same team. That's, that's one of the most powerful ways you can do that. So hope that's helpful. And um, another question. Oops. So a lot of questions coming in here. I'm going to try to get to as many of these as I can. Uh, Queen, Elis Queen Alicia says, um, he says at first he was not coming, but now he says he is coming to me. Does that mean he is confused? Uh, <laughs> yeah, unless something changed. I don't know why he might have changed his mind. He could be confused. I would need more information to be able to answer that, unfortunately. Um, sorry, Queen. Um, and then Ina says, I'm 66 and ready to date again. Any suggestions on finding men my age? Yeah, I would, I would recommend looking into um, what kind of activities and groups do men that are 66 like to do? I don't have all the answers myself. I'm not 66. I would guess, um, for example, my dad, um, my dad and my mom divorced uh, last year, unfortunately. But my dad now that he's uh, single... He's going to, uh, I think it's called the Moose, the Moose Lodge. And they do like activities where they're going, they're doing volunteering. They're like cleaning up trash around lakes and parks and stuff. And they are having like barbecue socials and things like that. So I would look into like groups like that potentially. Again, you could also go to meetup.com, eventbrite.com, facebook.com slash events and start to look at events and activities, festivals. You never know when you might stumble into a guy like that. Again, also a big one is... Uh, churches. So if you have a particular spiritual or religious leaning to find great churches in your area, there's many churches. So I would also check out several different ones to see what you resonate with, which seems to have groups that are more your age range and see if you can meet, um, yeah, meet people and, and approach it with the, the idea of being social. How do you develop a great social life rather than you're on the hunt for a man 
how do you naturally how do you build a social life that's great around you so you're naturally meeting men and naturally meeting people who also could introduce you to men so of course letting your friends know you're single letting people you know who you meet asking them what events do you like what do you enjoy you know where's some good events that i could meet um you know other singles my age or other people my age um and of course online and i'm sure i assume you're already doing online dating and whatnot so um make sure you're available on those sites as well and have a profile and that may be a way you can potentially draw him into you as well and meet him meet a guy like that uh, amelia said where are all the guys hanging out these days where do you go so i mentioned some places already but the main thing is to focus on hobbies and activities that interest you that ideally there's also going to be men there so you might want to find hobbies and activities that are more things like meetup groups are great because there's also a lot of singles that are on meetup. Um, it, there may be or may not be a lot of events and groups happening in your area, but look for like hiking groups, um, social groups, look for festivals, look for things like dance, dance groups. Uh, I met my first girlfriend that I was with for a while at a, at a dance class that I was part of a dance group that I was part of. So all these, these types of events and groups can be great to meet singles. And also ideally that you're enjoying that are filling you up so that you want to keep going. So not something that feels like a chore, try to find events that feel enjoyable to you so that you can actually continue and not just get burnt out after, you know, a week or two and be like, ah, oh, it's too much work. You want to find things that, it, that are fitting into your lifestyle as much as possible is what I recommend on top of, of course, online dating and whatnot. Um, so hope that helps. Um, someone else asked guy on a date asked why I've never been engaged or married. I'm 34. I haven't met someone I want to marry yet. Been in long-term relationships. Good way to respond. I always think that's a good default. If someone asks, why are you still single or why haven't you got married? Just say, I haven't found the right person yet. I haven't met the right person yet. So that's a powerful way to say it because it shows that you have standards, which is always attractive that someone that has standards, that's valuable, that you're the prize. Again, you're having the frame that I'm the prize that I'm used to having guys pursue me, even if you're not, you can still take the frame of what that would feel like to be that woman who has many quality suitors coming towards you, coming to you, chasing you because you're the flame and not the moth. So um, that's a great way to frame it. I haven't met the right one yet. You could also say something like, um, uh, yeah, I haven't met the right one yet. Um, why you've never been engaged or married you can say, um, yeah, that's all I'll give you for now because that's a good default response. I may think of some others later, but I would just stick with that because it's easy, it's simple, it does all the right things. And then you can open up the conversation from there. He may ask, well, what are you looking for? Or what, you know, what would be the right one for you? You can even be playful with it and say like, you know, who knows? Who knows who could be the right one? It could be, you know, um, I, I, maybe I meet him any day now, you know, or I could be, it could be, I don't, I wouldn't say it could be you, but you could kind of like wink at him, you know, so you could do something playful like that. So it's basically saying like, you know, maybe it could be you, who knows? Um, Cynthia said, I know someone, something like that. Um, uh, Layla, Layla said, how is it fair to stay with someone you love, but they don't want to commit? Um, it could be fair if you, do, if you both want the same things, but it's not fair I guess you're saying, well, how is it fair for him to stay with you if he does, he knows he doesn't want to commit? The only reason that's happened is most likely because you haven't set a boundary. Um, you haven't set a boundary. You haven't really been clear on that standard for yourself, that that's what you actually want, that you've opened up the doors to, you know, allowing 
quote-unquote bad behavior or allowing a situation that you don't actually want because the only way you could really the main way you really create what you want is you have to be willing to say no to the things you don't want if you say no to the things you don't want by default you're saying yes to the things you do want but that's not always easy it's hard to say no when there's a guy that likes you that you're attracted to but all he wants is sex or whatever all he wants is a casual situationship so you have to say uh no that's not what i want and you have to say that from the beginning now a lot of women will do this and guys will do this as well but they will pretend that they're okay with something more casual or they won't have that conversation in the beginning because they want to see where things go but then now they change their tone you know a couple weeks into the relationship and say what do you want wait i actually want a committed relationship but in the beginning you were kind of letting him sense you're you're leading him on in a sense that you were wanting something maybe more casual or you were open to something casual so there's another powerful statement i want everyone i want you to write this down as well everyone listening i want you to write this down which is how a relationship starts is generally how it will continue how a relationship starts is genuine gen, generally how it will continue so if the relationship starts with you um not having any standards not having any conversations about what your desires are um just allowing you know quick sex right off the bat whether that's the first day first night or second night third night potentially now there's also there's of course exceptions to this rule but in general you want to start a relationship how you want it to continue so you want to start the relationship in the beginning by holding your boundaries of what you're what you're wanting and what you're looking for so i believe it's important to have those conversations in the beginning as early as you can asking a guy what is your ultimate goal with your dating you know what is your ultimate vision what do you what do you want ultimately that's a great question to ask and i've given that earlier hear what he has to say and then you share yourself authentically what you're looking for and if he's saying something totally different than you I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. I don't really want a relationship. Say, okay, well, you know, we can still be friends until then, until then. But don't have sex with him if that's the case. Don't get more involved because now what you're doing if you do that is you're basically saying my boundaries don't mean anything. My standards don't mean anything. Even though I know you don't want a commitment, I'm willing to still have a casual relationship with you. You want to avoid that. So set the standards and set your standards before, ideally before you meet a man, set your standards of what you really want and be clear on that and be prepared to set those boundaries and to, to communicate those boundaries, not in a uh, aggressive way, but from a queenly place where you're just stating like a queen would state, yeah, I'm looking for you know a long-term loving, committed relationship where we can be best friends and share. So make it sound nice, like I was saying also, make it sound like a nice, beautiful vision, but be clear on what you're looking for. So now he either says, yes, I'm looking for that as well. And of course, guys aren't always honest, so you have to also still look, people aren't always honest. So you have to still look for what is his, his action saying, and then you go from there. Um, and make sure you stand, keep those boundaries solid because you don't wanna be in a situation where now, you've basically had no boundaries in the beginning and now all of a sudden you're wanting to set boundaries like halfway into the relationship and which is still fine it's better than not setting boundaries at all but ideally you want to be setting those boundaries from the beginning so you don't get into a situation like this where you're maybe living with a guy or you're deeply connected to a guy or god forbid having kids or you know getting more involved with a guy when you're both on different pages of what you want and you have different values and it's just not not going to work long term 
And then now you have to backtrack and you have to start from scratch and you just wasted all that time. And yeah, maybe you had some fun and you had some sex and you had some connection, but now you're back to square one uh, and you don't want to be in that situation. So try to avoid that from the beginning. So hope that helps. Um, Kat said, the man I used to date, he told me he doesn't want to have a relationship. But a few months later, he asked me if I wanted to hang out with him. Now, sometimes we see each other, but I don't understand if he wants a relationship or friendship. What do I have to do? Um, you can, again, of course, ask him and just say, uh, you know, when it comes to your romantic life, like what's your ultimate goal? You can still ask him that question even a few months later, just out of curiosity. Or you can say, you know, when it comes to our relationship, like what's what do you really want? What do you want this to look like? Um, you can hear him out. And it's always good. I'm a big fan of ask it's this comes from Stephen Covey the book seven habits of highly effective people you do something good to write down as well seek first to understand before seeking to be understood seek first to understand where he's coming from before you try to tell him where you're coming from so always ask questions first and then share if you can so ask him what are your goals what are you looking for what what do you what how do you see our relationship or how do you see our relationship evolving what do you ultimately want what are you looking for those kind of questions and then you can share what you're looking for and saying like um uh yeah i want a relationship and again you may have to set boundaries because if he just wants friendship if you're okay with just friendship with him don't lie to yourself, but you know, if you're okay with that, then just be okay with that and just have it as a friendship and don't let go of your hope that it's going to turn into a relationship and make sure you're meeting other guys and make sure you're opening yourself up. You don't want to just putting all your eggs in one basket with him. If he's already told you he doesn't want a relationship because guys are pretty honest. I feel about that. When a guy says he doesn't want a relationship, most of the time, 99% of the time, they're being very honest with you and they're they're not going to usually change their mind unless something really dramatic happens. Um, so you have to be willing to set boundaries around that and say like, look, I don't, I don't, if you don't feel comfortable having a friendship, let him know, like, look, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. You know, I've had feelings for you and I just don't feel like it's, uh, I don't feel comfortable having a friendship, um, because I don't feel like I don't want to let myself get emotionally involved more than necessary. Let him know that and then set that boundary and be willing to let him go. Be willing that he's, you know, it's just not the right fit and that's okay. Commit to the process, detach from the outcome and be willing to move on. Like what Cynthia said, you just walk away. <laughs> that's definitely always, always an option. Um, Mammy says when he's down, he's always shares with me his worries. He said, I am his, his sunshine. Could you explain what it means, please? Yeah. So when he's down he shares with you his worries he says you're his sunshine um it could be in a friend's context you know you can still have somebody who you're a friend with that you can that can be their your sunshine i'm sure you have girlfriends that you feel like they're your sunshine that they may be there for family members hopefully who you feel like they're there for you that you can share with them you can be vulnerable it doesn't necessarily mean it's romantic it can be of course friendship he may only see it as a friendship and you have to be okay with that, accept that reality and be willing to set boundaries around that. Like I said before. Um, so yeah, so don't, don't fool yourself into thinking that he may want more than he, than he does. 
be willing to be uh, be open, but don't don't tell yourself unnecessary fantasies. And the way you avoid this is again, I kind of keep going back to this. Make sure you create a social life and create opportunities where you're meeting other guys as well, so you're not so focused on him, especially when he's just not really taking action. He's not showing you with his actions that he's interested romantically. He may be telling you his words that he shares worries with you and he's saying you're my sunshine and you're amazing and you're such a great person, but it doesn't mean a lot unless he's asking you on a date or uh, telling you he wants a relationship or kissing you or something like that where it's clear romantic interest. So um, yeah, be aware of that. Those are my thoughts on that right now. Oh, I'm from Borneo. Okay, cool. Welcome. Uh, Elizabeth said, thank you. You're welcome. Just as that said, great question. Yeah, there's been some great questions tonight. Uh, appreciate those. Someone said, your advice is really eloquent and solid, actionable. So glad I found you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad it's helping you. Lila said, thanks. Yes. Um, the first way you asked questions made more sense. Okay. Someone else, Joanna asks, what to do when he's texting you all the time, but suddenly feeling cold, the conversations get shorter. Um, what do you do? The best thing to do in those situations is pull your energy back to yourself. Stop focusing on him so much. Focus back on yourself. Are you living your life in a great way? Are you happy about yourself? Are you creating a lifestyle that you enjoy? You may need to get back to the basics. Make sure you're exercising. Make sure you're eating healthy. Make sure you're building a great social life connecting with friends and family, make sure you are dressing in a way that makes you feel attractive about yourself um, and starting to cultivate you again, because it's so easy to get focused on a guy who's leading you on. It can become an energetic suck. It's like an emotional suck of your energy, your time. Don't get sucked into a situation that's not going to reward you in the way that you hope it will avoid getting sucked into these situations because they can be like a like a whirlpool where these guys that you feel like they may there may be some possibility there but don't give them more energy than you than they deserve don't give them more energy than they've earned through their actions so avoid that so um in the meantime you have to focus on yourself you have to commit to the process and detach from the outcome and if he's if he's suddenly feeling cold also remember that's your perception he may not necessarily be feeling less interested in you than he was. He may just be, uh, for whatever reason, responding with shorter answers. Maybe he's busy. Maybe he's messaging other women. So you have to assume that. And it doesn't necessarily mean he's also less interested in you. But you can't, you can't, um, yeah, you can't put too much. Try not to overanalyze things and put too much story behind what the only information you have you only have information that maybe his short his texts are a little shorter that's the only data but then we can create all these stories around it so just be willing to go reconnect back to yourself move your life forward start meeting new new guys new people and allow him to come back to you i wouldn't recommend in a situation like that that you send him some message to try to reactivate his interest i more would default to meeting new men and putting yourself out there. One of the sayings I really like is when in doubt, meet new men. When in doubt, meet new men. It doesn't mean date, it doesn't mean you have to sleep with new men or date new men even, but just try to meet new men. Just show yourself there's more possibilities. Anyone. It doesn't have to be men you're attracted to. It just has to be more new people. New people, new men 
that can start to slowly expand your horizons of what's possible. And of course, improving yourself along the journey. So that's what I'd say with that so far. Hope that helps. Um, uh, someone said, thank you for going live. It's been helpful. Great. Uh, I'm going to start wrapping this up. I might answer, I think, one more question. Then I'll probably do another one of these at some point. So stay tuned for that. Um, Ashanti said, uh, why do guys have so much excuse to not be with you when you're trying to plan a date? And he says, I'll be too busy lately. I'm sorry. Um, so the, for the first thing I'll say with this is you should not be planning the dates, ideally. You do not want to be the one planning the dates. That puts you into the masculine role, which is probably why he's saying he'll be too busy. You know, and it's easy to get tempted into that. When a guy's not taking action, when he's not when he's not inviting you out, when he's not asking you on a date, he's not doing anything, it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to take the ball into my own hands. I'm going to take the reins into my own hands and I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to invite him out. I'm going to ask him to, I'm going to plan something for us to go on. But it puts you in the masculine. Now you're chasing him. Now you're pursuing him rather than him pursuing you. So you have to let that go and accept. It can feel painful sometimes because it can feel like you're letting go of control. You're in the unknown. But that's the only thing that will allow him to start coming back to you and for men to start chasing you rather than you chasing them. Uh, it's stepping into the unknown. It can feel like a free fall. But what it allows is you to practice being in your feminine, which is a practice. It's like working a muscle. And it's going to be hard at first, and it's not going to work very well at first. But the more you practice it, the more you'll get better at drawing men to you, becoming the magnet that draws them to you rather than him you having to chase after him and pursue him and to make things happen yourself. So um, that's probably why he's coming up with excuses. And that's probably why he's not not doing it is because he's he doesn't feel like he needs to. Why would he do that when you're doing all the work for him? Um, so he's probably busy. He may be busy. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but he may be busy chasing women who aren't doing that. He may be busy messaging women and pursuing women who are letting him pursue them, who are letting him take the masculine role, letting him do the chase. Some guys love the chase and some women love the chase as well. You want to avoid uh, chasing guys who love to chase. You want them to chase you because they're not going to, they're not going to really be that interested in the relationship because they feel like they don't need to. They already got you. They already got you on, on in his hand, in the palm of his hand. So why would he need to do anything else? Um, so if you want guys to chase you, you have to stop chasing them. Pure and simple. Guys cannot chase you if you're chasing them. It's it's a rule of the universe. It's a law of the universe. It's in physical impossibility. And it's just like in a dance. In a dance, there could only be, in a partner dance, there could only be one leader at any time. Of course, you can switch roles, but at any time, there can only be one leader and one follower. One person who's in the masculine role, one person who's in the feminine role. And so if you want to have a man taking the lead in the sense of planning the dates, reaching out to you, investing in the relationship, committing to you, protecting you, providing potentially, you need to stop doing those things yourself. And you need to allow him to do those things. And you need to reward him for doing those things and appreciate him and let him be your hero and even say things like, oh, you're my hero or thank you so much or you're such a great leader. Or, you're such a great, you're so confident. You're so strong. You're, um, you make such great decisions. I love, you know, whenever you plan the dates, I always have so much fun saying those kind of things. You're encouraging him to be in that masculine and to continue that. So um, awesome. Hope this was helpful for everyone. 
I love, I like, I enjoy doing this and I love your questions. It gets to me, helps me to know where you're at more. And hopefully we'll be doing one of these soon as well. Another one of these stay tuned. And in the meantime, also, if you haven't yet, make sure to take our free love quiz at getlovequiz.com, which I'm sure you've heard about before, but the quiz is really great because depending on your answers, um, we have some resources available that can really help you to make a man desire you, to make him come to you. Um, and we also have potentially uh, personal coaching options that you can do with um, me or my wife, Antia, to really get you going on attracting the right man for you, having a relationship you want, and having him come to you and being the queen that he values. And it's not easy, and it often takes personal transformation and working on some of the things from your childhood and from your past relationships, uh, tweaking some things and getting some better strategies so that you can have the love that you want long term. And it commits, he commits to you and it lasts, and you finally feel like you got this whole area of your life handled. Like, how would it feel for you to know this whole area of your life is just handled for the rest of your life? You have an amazing, solid, secure, loving relationship where he cherishes you, he supports you. And uh, you just know that you're going to be cherished and supported for the rest of your life by an amazing man that you're attracted to and that you love and that he loves you. So that's what's possible. So again, getlovequiz.com. Go to getlovequiz.com or we'll probably put a link in the description below this video. Or if you're on Facebook, it'll be in our bio. There's lots of ways to get that link hopefully around this. And I uh, would love to keep supporting you in that way and really take it to the next level for you. So awesome. Much love. Take care. And we'll talk again very soon. Bye-bye.